Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Laces Out podcast, our NFL podcast. There's no guest. I tried and 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 I tried, but there is no guest. What that means is just me, my glamorous co host, going through last week's games, going through this week's games, going through the stats, news, all of the NFL stuff is still here. There's just no guest. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a comment, leave a review where you can leave a review and share the podcast around. That's the big one. Share the podcast around. Right, enough from me. Here's more of me and Mr. Williams. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Recording in progress. <laughs> yes, indeed. Those wonderful words can only mean one of, well, at this point, about six things, I think. Um, but this particular one is NFL chatter. Obviously, welcome in to those of you watching on YouTube. You'll be able to see two smiling faces in front of you that are um, about to sit for the next 30 to 40 minutes and talk about a sport that's not played in this country that often. It is played in this country, as uh, as demonstrated by the last two weeks and this weekend to come. But obviously, for those, again, that are uh, watching us on YouTube, welcome in. Obviously, you can see it's myself and Mr. Cook. How are you, sir? Whilst the, uh, I've asked him the wor- at the worst possible time as he takes a victory swig of his uh, delicious iced caffeinated beverage. It was the worst possible time for you. It was the best possible time for me. It was, uh, it was a roller coaster ride of, of uh, amazing fortune. Um, I'm about as good as that coffee. Cold. Milky. Wait. This, no, this has gone wrong. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, then. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you kind of lost me on that one. <laughs> Let's, let's break it down into very simple, easy to understand terms. If for the second week in a row you left DJ Moore on your bench, raise your hand. I, I wasn't going to bring it up. If, if you then went on to lose the week, give us give us two. Because you know those forty one points would have been real nice in the uh, in the thumping that I got. Again, I wasn't going to bring it up. I was just going to let it go. You I was sh- going to let it slide. You should bring it up at every single opportunity. You, you, you sort of, you, you did yourself there, Mr. Cook. You, you kind of shafted Absolute, yourself. Absolutely there. did. I got up on Friday morning and I was like, oh yeah, I'll just check what the, uh, what the score, what, 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 what? So, obviously that was one of the things that occurred in week five. Some of the other things that occurred in week five was uh, 
some cheeky little game picks that myself, Mr. Cook, and our guest from last week, whilst not joining us in person, did submit picks for the, uh, for the podcast. It was indeed my good lady wife. And this is Amy Williams. Um, do you reckon at this point she's been mentioned enough times to basically be like Maris from Fre- uh, from Frasier or Norm's wife from Cheers in that she's that character or Howard's mother from uh, The Big Bang Theory in that she's mentioned but she'll never be seen on camera? I mean, we used to have a rule and I don't want to have to invoke that rule. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yes, so she was last week's guest, as it were, and uh, put forth some delicious picks for the podcast. So, 14 games, as there were 14 gone by last week, that meant 14 points up for grabs. Um, the last time Mrs Williams came on the podcast, she was in week one, I believe. It was week one. Yeah, I think uh, She actually yeah. well. She, uh, she got 8 out of 16 correct and tied with Mr Cook for that particular week, getting the uh, guest a half point, getting him on the board. Uh, sadly, it wasn't the case this, turn, uh, this time. Uh, she only got 5 out of 14 of her selections correct. Oof. Sadly. Um, she successfully did pick the Jaguars to, um, to beat the Bills. Inspired. She, beat, she picked the Lions... To beat Ooh. the Panthers. Yes. The Dolphins to beat the Giants. The Saints to beat the Patriots. And the Eagles to beat the Rams. Good Everything work. else she was let down by. Sad. Okay. Sad times indeed. Which leaves myself and Mr. Cook battling it out for that point. Who would take it? Well, with 8 out of 14 Correct. And 8 out of 14 correct. It is another tie, ladies and gentlemen. We're enjoying ties this season, it would appear. Um, so coming off the back of his win in week 4, he gets himself another half point week 5. Uh, yeah, both myself and Andy, 8 out of 14 selections correct. I was let down, or we were both let down, by the Commanders not beating Bears, mm. the Bills not beating the Jaguars, Yeah. Uh, the Titans not beating the Colts, uh, the Packers not beating the Raiders, and then I had, um, did, did I say the Ravens not beating the Steelers? No. I did not. No. Uh, and then I had the Patriots let me down against the Saints, and Andy had the Texans let him down against the Falcons, and that was where we fell. That's where we became. That's where we came a cropper, with uh, six out of our fourteen selections being incorrect. So for the overall scores, that means that I am off the schneid. I have my first half point of the season. Well done, me. Big pats on the back there. Well done, sir. Uh, I moved to a half point. Andy to two points overall, and the guest two and a half points out of the five. That have been up for grabs so far this season. I would like to take this opportunity to address the fact that there is no guest. However, not through lack of trying, I asked not one or even two, but three potential guests to join us this evening for NFL Goodness and was turned down by all three. 
the sad occasion when this uh, when this takes Normally place. I'll but, hold my hands up if it's me. If I've if I've been lackadaisical late to the party, I'll hold my hands up, but not this week. No no no. Can't be helped, Andrew, we'll persevere, we will move on regardless. All that's left from week five, apart from the stats, which we will get to momentarily, was the side bet. Uh... So again, we'll break this down for anyone new that's discovered the podcast this week. Um each week of the list of games that is available to be selected, myself and Andy will pick four what we feel are absolute banker teams that we feel will get the job done. As soon as we pick that particular team, that game itself is removed from the slate of being allowed to be picked. Um, we top them up to a maximum of four points each week, and then obviously that rolls over to next week and so on and so forth, all the way through to the playoffs when obviously the teams become lower. And then we just find a way to make it work at that point. So, through four weeks, we were both level on 11 out of 16 correct selections. So, moving into week five, Andy had taken the Lions to beat the Panthers, the Eagles to beat the Rams, the Bills to beat the Jaguars, and the Ravens to beat the Steelers. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sadly, just a two from a possible four for Mr. Cook, moving him on to 13 points. Could I capitalise and move ahead with my four selections? It didn't start well when I picked the Washington Commanders to beat the Chicago Bears. It got slightly better when I picked the Miami Dolphins to beat the Giants. Um, I got very lucky with the Falcons to beat the Texans, as I believe they only pulled that off in the last minute or so of the game. Um, and sadly for me, I was very, very let down by Mr. Billiam Belichick and his new England Patriots as they capitulated for a second week in a row and managed to score a minuscule three points against the New Orleans Saints at home, no less. So I, alongside Mr. Cook, got two of my four selections correct, moving me also to 13 points for the it season. Over so the last three weeks, we have been tied... It was one of those weeks where I can't always remember what the side bets were, but I knew one of each of ours, and one of them was I'd taken the Bills to beat the Jags, and I knew that you'd taken the Patriots to win. So I knew that we were at least the, the maximum we could get was three each this week. Um, oh, it's, it's heating up, it's hotting up. Um, I. If we've got time, there is something that I'd like to um, potentially crowbar in at the end of this one, which is um, a new-ish segment. It does do, it does rely on guests, uh, but if we've got time, it's a little bit like the side bet, but ever so slightly different. Um, so that could be another thing to get guests and. The, the adoring fans to uh, to join in with 
Um, but we shall see if it's time. Well, to put a nice little bow on week five, we'd better go through the stats that I believe this week have been compiled by uh, the effervescent stats mistress. Stats mistress got to the party with reasonable time uh, to bring us the NFL week five stats she got them from nate davis of usa today she took all of his stats turned them into the finest the cream of the crop stats some would say and all i will say is this there's a lot this week and what there is are hefty so strap in get a drink do whatever you need to to be ready for these here stats. And I'm going to start with stat number one. Pittsburgh offense had a spotty showing in Sunday's 17-10 victory against the arch-rival Ravens. But Pickett playing despite on a battered knee put the Steelers ahead for good with a 41-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver George Pickens with 77 seconds left good work all round now then here's one of the the big ones that i mentioned i'll take it in. nathaniel hackett the former denver coach and presently jets oc came out on the winning side against sean payton who derided Hackett this summer to USA Today Sports for doing one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL, end quote. Injured Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who defended Hackett during his training camp, I look forward to this matchup, but could only contribute digitally. Jets running back Brees Hall scored the go-ahead touchdown with a 72-yard run on the same field where he tore his ACL last season, cutting short his rookie year. Uh, sticking with the Jets, and uh, and uh, Jets cornerback Bryce Hall scored the game-clinching touchdown on a 39-yard scoop and score after Russell Wilson was stripped in the final minute. Uh, number four is also a hefty stat number, and it starts like this. Terrible game of the week, question mark. In a challenging showdown, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys endured a tough 42-10 defeat at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers. Prescott was eventually benched in the fourth quarter. His performance left much to be desired as he completed just 14 out of 24 pass attempts, accumulating 153 yards, one touchdown, and alarming three interceptions and three sacks. Adding to his woes, Prescott sustained a finger injury on his throwing hand during the first half. Although he soldiered on having it taped up, his struggles persisted, ultimately leading to his benching in favour of backup quarterback Cooper Rush. Um, obviously there was a, a, a certain video 
surfaced uh, partway through the last few days about a, uh, pre uh, a former NFL player talking about uh, Dak Prescott and his uh, abilities as it stands with the Cowboys, um, which has caused a bit of a ripple through the NFL. Uh, number five, New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara scored his 73rd career touchdown on Sunday, breaking a tie with Marquise Colston to become the franchise all-time leader. And he did that securely on my bench. Number six. <sighs> New England Patriots quarterback. Mac Jones threw his fourth, fourth career pick six at Gillette Stadium, matching the number Tom Brady ever threw in the building. A 34-0 drubbing from the Saints leave the Pats at 1-4, their worst record through five games since head coach Bill Belichick's first season in 2000. New England has lost its past two games by a collective score of 72-3. to three. Uh, I believe, was it last week we were talking about the stats of teams who were 0-3 or 0-4 and how far they were are likely to make it in the season? Um, number seven, Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase had 15 catches on Sunday, a new club record for one game, while racking up 192 yards and three touchdowns in a 34-20 defeat of the Arizona Cardinals. And my uh, final stat before I hand over to my glamorous co-host is this. Uh, New York Giants quarterback Jan Daniel Jones absorbed 16 sacks over the past two games. No wonder his neck hurts. This isn't a stat. Before we started recording, I was going through the old uh, X and I saw a breakdown of what the Giants will be turning up to this week's game without and it's basically their team they're going to turn up with like this was a guy who was hanging around outside the stadium when we were about to leave he's going to be playing at you know running back their team is decimated um yeah that was my stats of which were as i said hefty paul what have you got for us Plentiful stats indeed. So my stats begin with, after hanging another 524 yards on the Giants in Sunday's 31-16 victory, the Miami Dolphins' top-ranked offence now has 2,568, the most ever in NFL history through five games. So that's ridiculous. That They're, they're doing an average of 500 yards of offence per game, which is Honest. ridiculous. Honestly. I am loving 
Dolphins football. I've said it. I've said it consistently for the last few years. But each year that passes, the Dolphins look more and more like a contender as each year passes. So theory is, before long, will we see a Dolphins Super Bowl? I think. The, I think the problem for any team that's in the AFC is that not only have you got to try and win your division first you pretty much know that to get to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And that's always going to be your biggest sort of like task. As well. Yeah. Continuing, Dolphins rookie running back, Devon Achain, and his 76-yard scoring bolt gives him seven touchdowns in his first four career games, the most by any player to start his career during the Super Bowl era. And that is since nineteen sixty six. Staying with the running back news, San Francisco 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey has now scored a touchdown in 14 straight games. He's tied with Hall of Famer Emmett Smith for the fourth longest streak in league history, and he's now just three shy of Lenny Moore's record of 17. Welcome back to Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup, who had eight catches for 118 yards after missing the first four weeks of the season with a hamstring injury. But who needs Cup when you've got LA wide receiver Puka Nakua, who caught seven passes for 71 yards and a touchdown, while continuing one of the great one of the greatest rookie breakouts in recent memory. Welcome back to Buffalo linebacker Vaughn Miller, who had one tackle in his first game since tearing up his knee on Thanksgiving last year. And the Bills sure are likely to need him, given the way their defense is being decimated by injuries. Notably, the one that linebacker Matt Milano suffered on Sunday. I think he, uh, I think he said that he tore his ACL and he's, he's done for the season, basically. Yep. Three, three left to go for me. Houston Texans rookie quarterback CJ Stroud has thrown 186 passes without an interception. The best string to start a career in league history. Let's see how long he can keep that, uh, that streak going for. Yeah. The Giants haven't run an offensive play with the lead... All season. That is ridiculous. And, finally, flagging another artificial surface, Kansas City Chiefs superstar tight end Travis Kelsey injured an ankle. And Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson injured a hamstring on Sunday, both appearing to struggle with their footing at Minnesota's US Bank Stadium. Although Taylor Swift did not attend the game, Kelsey was able to shake it off returning to catch a touchdown pass in the reigning champs 27 to 20 victory I know that Mr Cook especially will be so happy that that particular uh, stat was thrown in at the end there as you've uh, you've been quite quite vocal with your support of uh, of, uh, of Miss Swift haven't you I mean, it, it, it's strange that she wasn't. It's strange she wasn't at the game. It's almost like she only went to the Jets game, so that when you Google Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift Jets, instead of getting all the controversy around the fact that she's got the carbon footprint of a Yeti, due to the two private jets that she owns and uses literally non-stop, now when you Google it, you get. Taylor Swift at the uh, at the Jets game. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's almost like that was intentionally done to cover that one. Oh, 
Anyway. We'll move on. Moving on. We'll move on. So, moving on. That leaves us. I said moving on swiftly. Oh, I saw. I saw what you mouthed there, and uh, I, I felt like I'd just have to move past it. Mm. As um, I wish, I wish you we would. Don't. I feel disgusted with myself. We don't, we don't want to, we don't want to open up that particular kind of words. Do we? Nah. So, week five, done and dusted, in the books. We'll move on. Week six is upon us, and as always, starting with last week, we are into the buys uh, for this particular season. So, week five, we had four teams on buy. Week six, we only have two. Week six teams on by are the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. So obviously, if you've got any of those any of those guys in your fantasy team, get them out, get them out now. As usual, myself and Mr. Cook have made our selections for week six, and as we mentioned before, Andy's been on the blower. He's got the stats mistress to not only produce stats for the week, she's also provided us with selections for game week six. So, the week starts with um, a bit of tough sledding for Sean Payton and his, uh, and his Denver Broncos, as they've got to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh dear, I believe Mr. Payton is in for another tough week and will probably have another loss. Surprise, surprise, we have all gone for a Chiefs win. I say it every season, but I believe that teams should have the opportunity, they should have a number of games that they can just forfeit and take like an additional buy. Are, are the Broncos like, yeah, we're going to win this one? They can barely get out of bed. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, they've obviously they've not they've not had the greatest start to the season anyway. Only beating the Bears, tough sledding. Can't really see anything other than Chiefs win. I'd be very surprised. Um, next up, we have the third and final UK game for this particular season. Feels odd that all of the uh, UK games are done and dusted by week six. Yeah. But, uh, but have they still got... I imagine, I imagine you kind of want the players to be sort of home and settled back in for the sort of like the closes. Have they still got the Germany game? Mexico City? Is there two Germany ones this year? Two Germany games. The Chiefs versus the Dolphins is one. Oh, that's a banger. And I can't for the life of me think what the other one is. So they've got Maybe Germany the and Mexico City? Don't know about Mexico. Because I know they had issues Maybe. last year. Yeah. And I know, we'll there, have to see. I know there was a call for them to do, was it? Weirdly, I have a weird re- re- memory of, was it something like a Swedish one was being requested? Something like that. They're always, they're always getting requests to sort of move it around and sort of yeah. take it to different places out there. So, week seven is just six. Week eight uh, is the weekly clocks back. Week nine. Dolphins Chiefs is at 2.30 on the 5th of November. So I would imagine 
that is your Frankfurt game. And then the week after is the Colts Patriots, also at 2.30 on that Sunday. So I would imagine, again, those are your two uh, Germany games. I'll, I'll tune in for the first one. So, the last of the UK games sees the Baltimore Ravens take on the Tennessee Titans at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Surprisingly enough, we've all backed the Ravens to bounce back here and get the win. Um, it should be, should be a decent game. Uh, I'd be surprised if it's anything other than a Ravens win, considering how the Titans have been very mixed, very up and down so far this season. Uh, next up, we move to the 6 o'clock slot as it were, over here in the UK. We have the Washington Commanders at the Atlanta Falcons. Both myself and Andy have taken the Falcons to get the win here, whereas Leanne has taken the Commanders. Uh, the next three games are all clean sweeps in that we've all backed the Vikings to beat the Bears, the Bengals to beat the Seahawks, and the 49ers to beat the Browns. The next game sees the Saints take on the Texans. Myself and Leanne have taken the Texans in this one, whereas Andy has gone for the Saints. We've got the Colts at the Jaguars. Myself and Andy both taking the Jaguars. Leanne's taking the Colts. We've got another another couple of clean sweeps where we've all taken the Dolphins to beat the Panthers and the Raiders to beat the Patriots. Um, myself and Andy both think the Lions will best the Buccaneers, whereas Leanne feels the other way. She'd come for the Buccaneers to get the win there. Uh, the next three are all clean sweeps again. We've all backed the Rams to beat the Cardinals. The Eagles to beat the Jets. And on the Sunday night football, the Bills to beat the Giants. And then the Monday night football sees the Cowboys take on the Chargers. Myself and Andy have taken the Cowboys. Leanne is backing the Chargers for that particular one. Those are your week six game picks. All that's left for us to do is to select some side bets. Now again, the last... It's been me picking first the last couple of weeks, and that, that hasn't changed. That's still that's still the case, as obviously we're still tied um, in this particular section. So I'll jump straight in and take the nice the nice easy one off the board. I'll go for the Miami Dolphins to beat the Carolina Panthers. Thank you very much. Over to you, Mister Cook. I honestly thought you were going to say I'll take the first one off the board, which is the first game of the week. Because I will be taking the Kansas City Chiefs to, let's call it what it is, murder the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Bitch slap. Um, I think I'm going to follow that up with the San Francisco 49ers. To uh, beat the Cleveland Browns, uh, unfortunately, I don't think you can look away from a five and O team. Yeah, I mean, there was part of me that thought, hmm, whilst I do still think the Forty ers will win that one, that's one of those games that the Forty ers end up losing. So I, I looked at it and went, as the words left my mouth, I was like, this is the one they'll lose. Right. My next two, I'm going to go for the Rams to beat the Cardinals. And the Bills to beat the Giants are my next two. 
Okay. I will take the Philadelphia Eagles to beat the Jets. Yeah. Uh -huh. These are the ones I these are the weeks I don't like. There's not enough clear Neither of us have picked the Ravens. Not yet. I'll take the Ravens to beat the Titans then. It's it's a close, it's a three and two team versus a two and three team. I, I think the Ravens have probably got enough to get that done. Probably my uh, famous last words. <laughs> that is kinda of where I was looking yeah. as um there's a couple. There's a couple of games on there that you'd say maybe uh, like bankers. You'd like to think the Vikings would have enough to beat the Bears, but obviously Justin Jefferson just gone out injured reserve for the next yeah. four weeks. Also, let's not uh, let's not overlook the fact that the Vikings are one and four at this point. In time. Oh yes. Oh, I'm aware. Um, in that case, I'm going to have to take the Lions. That was That was the other game I was looking at. Um, Another team that I'm quite enjoying this season. Uh, I, li I like that the Lions have managed to make something work. Four Absolutely. And one, four and one versus a three and one. Yeah, so just to clarify there. So Andy's four teams are the Chiefs at home to the Broncos, the 49ers at the Cleveland Browns, the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Jets, and the Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans, which takes place in the UK. My four teams are the Dolphins at home to the Carolina Panthers. Oof, that could that could be that could be messy. The Rams at home to the Arizona Cardinals. The Bills at home to the New York Giants, and the Lions at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That brings us to the end of Week Six and the end of the podcast. Unless Sorry. you do wish to. Try and throw out this additional uh, at this, at, idea that you were uh, toying in your own head. At this point in time, it's harebrained and we're just going to have to try and fly with it. We've got five minutes. I've got a device. You've got a book. So, put your own name, draw a line, and then write down. At this point in time, we're going into week six. So we're calling it, will they make the postseason? It's not it's not science-based in any way, shape, or form. You could end up with more teams than possible. It's just a six weeks into the season barometer of what you think the teams are capable of. We will start with the two teams on bye. So you can have, no, I don't think either team will make the playoffs. And you can have... I think both teams will make the playoffs. For example, when we mentioned Dolphins-Chiefs, you could say... Uh, so, do you, Paul, think that either the Packers or the Steelers will be seen in the postseason, yes or no? No. Okay, moving on. Broncos-Chiefs. Just the Chiefs. Write down the Chiefs. 
Ravens Titans. Ravens. Commanders Falcons. Falcons. Vikings Bears. Neither. Seahawks Bengals. Bengals. 49ers Browns. Both. Panthers Dolphins. Fins. Colts Jags. Jags. Saints Texans. Neither. Patriots Raiders. Neither. Lions Bucks. Lions. Cardinals Rams. Neither. Eagles Jets. Eagles. Giants Bills. Bills. And the Cowboys Chargers. Both. What you should have now is a list of teams that you believe in some form will make up the playoffs. Now, like I said, you may have more teams and those teams will then go on to be decided at a later date. Next week, if we've got a guest, we'll get the guest to do their will they make the playoffs. If we don't, I will do mine. Now then, as we've got two minutes left... Obviously, the further you get through the season, the easier it gets to make those picks because teams will start to make more of a bid for the playoffs, shall we say. So, Paul, you've had the unfortunate task of taking the furthest away one. There's no points involved at this point in time. There may be a bet system that comes out of it. Who knows? But right at this point in time, it's a little hair-based... A little hair-brain scheme I came up with whilst watching the games. I was like, pretty sure at this point in time you could probably predict the playoffs. And then I went, we should do that for funsies. So there we go. Uh, you can lead us out as you're in charge this week. Well, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Mr. Cook. As he said there, thank you to all of you guys for joining us this week to, uh, to go through the ins and outs of weeks uh, five and six of the NFL season. Join us again next week where we'll do it all over again and we'll bring you some more quality content. Until then, though, happy bye. So there you go. Short, sweet, to the point, some would say. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, thank you for being here. If you want to get more involved, you can click the like button, share the podcast amongst your friends and family, leave a comment, leave a review, uh, check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button, and that way you can get in touch with us. Send us your predictions. Predict against us. If you beat us, you win a prize. Simple as that. That is it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of QuickieCast.